Your business exists because you had the idea to start it. Everything begins in our minds. That's why your business results cannot outgrow your current level of thinking. Do you want to serve more clients, make more money, without working more or burning yourself out? Grow yourself first as a leader of your business, because that's who you are, a leader, even if you're the only person in your business right now. When you lead yourself first, the business results will always follow. My name is Maggie Perotkin. I'm an international business and leadership coach, an expert in business mindset, strategy, and high performance. I created the Diamond Effect podcast to help you elevate your thinking, expand your perspective, and through it, grow your business without overwhelm. So let's get started. Hello, hello, my dear leaders, Diamond Effect podcast listeners. So we are at the end of 2023. It's crazy. I can't believe how fast time flies. And I guess all of you who are parents realize that when you have kids and they grow so fast. Anyhow, during the last episode of 2023, I wanted to share with you five lessons that I took from this year from my business and how I ran it and how they will impact my 2024 during strategic planning that I do for me, but I also do, of course, for my clients, we always look back. We try to learn from our experiences of the, let's say, old year, good experiences, bad experiences, successes and challenges or failures, however you want to call it. Take the lessons, take the wisdom and thousands of dollars worth of wisdom to then apply it to the new year so we can grow better, smarter, faster, with less work type of thing. (laughs) So today I'm going to share five of my lessons with you and encourage you to do this exercise for yourself if you haven't done it and push yourself to find at least 10. I found 10, but I don't want this podcast to be two hours. So we'll just talk about the most important, the biggest five. The first one is less is more. And it's not like a new lesson for me. We know that intuitively, we've heard that this is definitely something I teach, but I've applied it even more powerfully in 2023 and it paid off. Creating more focus for myself in my business resulted in me doubling the business in 2023. And of course, I want to bring that in 2024 because my goal is to double it again. And I will share a couple of examples how I applied it, the less is more rule. The first one was in my marketing. You know, when you start your business in the beginning, you're testing a lot of things, you're trying a lot of things out, and that's a good thing to do. But when you're testing and trying things, it can easily become spreading yourself too thin in many different directions. So as you test and certain things work or not, you want to start narrowing down how many things you're doing in order to bring your clients and put yourself out there and just put the time and effort into things that are working. And that's what I've been doing every year. But definitely in 2023, I applied it even more powerfully. So in terms of my business growth and marketing, the first thing I did 
was narrow down my networking. So I've tried a bunch of networking groups in 2022. And in 2023, I just really narrowed it to core three groups that I've participated in. And then because I created more time for myself by narrowing the number of groups, I could participate in the three that I've chosen for my business, right, much more powerfully. I could give more and contribute more and give more value and therefore I gained more value back in return. Another way I applied this lesson is by focusing even more and getting even more clear on who my ideal clients were and really just talking to them in my marketing and sort of managing my brain to always bring it back to my ideal clients and not try to talk to everybody and not try to convert people who are not my ideal clients into listening to me and maybe following me and so on. And that again resulted in me having a full roster of amazing clients. I really, the clients that I've been working with this year have been wonderful. It's been a joy to work with them. They've been creating like great, great results with me because I attracted the right people. People who align with the values and what I stand for as a coach and how I teach and so on. So of course, when they come to me and they're open to coaching, they can absorb and get the coaching faster, apply it better, and therefore get amazing results. The second lesson I wanted to share with you is your self-concept growth or your self-concept evolution as a leader business owner, entrepreneur, CEO, is a process and it will always be a process. It's a never-ending journey. Therefore, don't rush it, just keep at it, right? Don't stop expanding your self-concept. Don't forget about it, but at the same time, have that compassion and sort of balance in how far you push yourself, how much you grow and so on. So kind of like keep it again out of all or nothing thinking, but more in I need to keep growing as a leader in order for my business to keep growing. And I want to do it in a sustainable way that doesn't overwhelm me, that doesn't exhaust me and so on and so forth. That lesson I took from just observing how I'm moving my self-concept from a corporate leader to the entrepreneur. And definitely 2022 was a big year for me because that was really me finishing my corporate career and moving into entrepreneurship. But I could see how I was still partially in the mindset of a corporate leader or corporate employee even. Whereas in 2023, my mindset shifted majority and predominantly to being an entrepreneur. And it's not a done journey. Probably 2024 will actually be even the biggest year. And I will talk about it in a second. But I've seen my own growth in the right direction. So I also wanted to give myself permission for it to take the time that it's taking and compassion that even maybe high achiever me would want that process to be faster. But at the same time, it can't be faster because if it was, it would be so much harder to go through it, right? My brain would be fighting that switch even more 
that it has been. So like the work on your self-concept would have been so much harder if you push yourself too much. So how it showed up for me this year is that I've noticed I was even more flexible with the way I thought about my schedule and my weeks and day to day. And I was letting go even more of that corporate employee mindset, which you got to sit in front of your computer from this time to this time and so on. And it doesn't mean that I went to the opposite direction completely where my schedule got out of whack and I wasn't effective or productive because of it, but I allowed myself more flexibility and more fluidity, which has worked even better for me. So I was even more effective with the time that I decided to spend in my business and grow my business and also allowed myself to enjoy being an entrepreneur even more and get my schedule work for me and create the work life balance that I want to have in my life, which also then is giving me ideas how I want to continue in 2024 and create even more of that, but without my clients paying the price or actually by elevating, okay, my client's experience with me coaching while I'm still taking the time off that I want to take, showing up for my kids the way I want to show up. So I will give you some specific examples in the next episode when I talk about 2024 planning and there are some things that are coming up that I will share. They're very exciting. But then another part of that, of the self-concept growth, is my realization that in 2024 will be even more transformational for me, I think. And that came up actually not that long ago. I was attending a networking meeting of Women of Evolve, which is an amazing networking group out of Ohio, US, but they have online meetings that I get to attend from Toronto. And we were talking about goals for 2024 and accomplishing them. And it's an exercise that I often even tell my clients to do to kind of put yourself in your future self shoes at the end of the next year, 2024, your future self who accomplished the goal. And because I'm wanting to double my business in 2024 again, which would be quarter of a million dollars Canadian in sales, cash or sales, I'm giving myself like option here. That would be the amount that I would have never thought was possible for me to get to in my corporate career ever. And even if by some chance I did, that would be probably me at the retirement, okay, like 20 years from now, nowhere near close. And here I am having that goal just third year into my business being full-time in my business. So I know that at some point next year, that growth of self-concept will be my main work. And it's going to be require of me expansion and definitely leaning into my coaches and the support system that I've created for myself to be able to do that. So I'm excited about it and at the same time, a little bit apprehensive (laughs) because I know my brain will throw me some curves. It's just how it works. So that's a big lesson, but at least now I'm anticipating it. I know I have support. I'll be on to myself through self-coaching and through asking my coaches for support. Because then if I don't, 
my brain will self-sabotage, right? That's what we do sometimes when we don't expand our self-concept to the level that it's required for us to up-level and move to the next stage of our growth, our brain will self-sabotage. So that's why coaching is so powerful. And that's why, of course, I want to always invite you to coach with me because you can grow so much faster when you have somebody helping you through that. And not only through that, but also strategy planning and all those things. Okay, lesson number three is knowing your why and being so clear on it that is truly strong enough to motivate you throughout your year and journey to do things that are uncomfortable, to overcome some negative emotions that will inadvertently come up when you're trying as an entrepreneur to reach the new levels. I might have talked about it, but I will say it again here that your why is equally valid and equally amazing and worth it as anybody else's. And it can be whatever you want it to be. There's no one right why for a business owner. There's no one right why. Why would you want to grow your business to wherever you want to grow it? Whatever that is. There's not more one why that it's more noble than others. And I always talk about that internal and external why. So internal why, sometimes we want to grow our business because of the flexibility it gives us for our families, because of the financial freedom it can create for us and our families, financial legacy. And then we have external why. So our mission, our movement, because we want to help people. With our skill set, we want to help families with their challenges, entrepreneurs with their challenges, individuals, whatever that is. So being clear on that why helps you be willing to overcome challenges that come for all of us as we grow our businesses to make your brain do things that it doesn't want to do because they're new and it's scared and I've never done this before. The one thing, the sub lesson from it, and that actually came from a couple of my clients this year, is that sometimes people think that when you have why and it's strong enough that this will take away the challenges, the discomfort that we sometimes feel being entrepreneurs, the emotional roller coasters that is really price of entry to entrepreneurship. But why doesn't take it away? What it does is gives you strength to keep going despite those things. So why doesn't take away the fear? It doesn't take away the discomfort or feeling that sometimes it's hard, or that it doesn't take away the failures. What it does is help you through it. It helps you go through it so you build resilience, you build stamina, you build your confidence, you get creative and figure things out, and then you end up being proud of yourself in the end. So the stronger the why, and it's strong when you're clear on it. So the more clear you are on your true why, the stronger you can feel it, the more you're willing to put yourself out there and do things despite all the fears, despite all the doubts, despite the challenges and failures. So if 2023 has been a struggle in this area for you, when you were, you know, you had great aspirations and you wanted to do things that you ended up not doing in your business and you ended up withdrawing or procrastinating and so on, I encourage you to look into your why. 
and saying, okay, what would it take for me to have strength and courage to do those things? Why would I want to do them? And is that why aligned with what I think my current why is? Lesson number four is that when you have a strategic plan and you focus on it and you follow it 80% of the time, it works. You make it work. And because you made those decisions in the plan strategically from the CEO executive brain, your chances of success are so much higher, right? So that's why it works. Now, throughout the year, you will have different opportunities come up that can potentially move you away from the chosen direction. Now, what I'm not saying is that you stick to the plan so much and so rigidly that you miss on some great opportunities that can come up that you haven't thought of during the planning session, right? That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is you want to be focused on your plan and redirecting your brain if it starts to get away from it like 80% of the time. And then the 20% of your attention or sometimes energy and so on. Yes, you want to be open to new opportunities. You want to assess them as they come. And if they align with where you're trying to achieve that year or in the next three to five years, then you take them on and you implement them and you try them, right? But those new opportunities usually are not the ones that are going to grow your business immediately. Very often, the things that we experiment on, that we think long-term into our business, take time to produce the results. So what you don't want to do is stop doing what's been working altogether for this new thing that your brain is excited about because it's brand new, and then jeopardize your profit, right? So what strategic plan allows you to do, it keeps you focused on doing the things that have been working and are working that bring in the clients, bringing the profit 80% of the time, and then 20% of the time start developing new areas of growth, new ideas, new strategies to ensure long-term success, right? So doing a bit of experimentation that is necessary, but doesn't right away give you results. So you see how like the percentage is different, right? 80% we're focusing on what has been working for you, the strategic decisions you've made through the plan. So then to make sure you're reaching your goals, your business is growing, and then 20%, you're open to new opportunities, and then you bring them on board if they align with what you want to do long term, and then you start working them, right? Experimenting with them and so on. It's very powerful. I've done that this year, and it has worked well for me and I'm going into 2024 with the same mindset, right? Refocusing even more on what's worked for me in 2023 and making it simpler and better for me to implement and so on so I can exponentially compound my results. And I have some new ideas that I'm going to try in 2024 to keep having my business innovative, keep growing and trying different avenues. But that's going to be only 20% of my time and effort. And I'm going to share some of it next week. So stay tuned for next week. Time for the last lesson. Weekly assessments are amazingly powerful. 
So I implemented in my business weekly assessment. I used to do monthly. And when I coach my clients, I if they've never done any evaluations and assessments of their business, I start for them with like quarterly assessments and then we move to monthly assessments. So it's not such a big undertaking and it doesn't require so much time from them from the beginning, right? Their brain gets used to it. They develop also the skill of assessing because in the beginning when you assess, it's very high level, it's very generic. You still get some insights, but when you progress and you hone and master that skill, you really get good at it and you can really find specific gems when you regularly look back on your business like once a month. So what I started doing this year, I actually started looking once a week and that's for a couple of reasons. A week, it's a smaller chunk of time, so it's easier for me to remember the details as to what happened, what did I do, what were the results, so that's one. And also, you can micro-narrow down and find the valuable mini lessons that when you try to do it after a whole month, you just don't remember. You forget, right, because you don't remember the details. Implementing that in my business has been very powerful because it allowed me to create improvements and changes at a very small scale. So they were easy to implement week by week and they compounded so much faster and so much better than doing something once a month or every quarter. Now, I still do zoom out assessment once a month or once a quarter to have a look from a higher level perspective on how my business has done and so on, because weekly, of course, you can only see so much, but then those assessments don't take as long because I have done them weekly. Another powerful benefit of doing weekly assessment is that because you have smaller digestible chunks of activity in your business to look back at, also, then your brain doesn't react to the assessment in such a big way, looking at a month and so on. So you can keep your emotions more balanced, right? You don't go into great extremes because you're looking at a smaller events that are not maybe as triggering. And also you can see maybe certain potential problems that could come up very early or you're seeing them when they're small and not when they grown for a month before you notice. Therefore, you handling those challenges or responding to those challenges, it's so much easier and simpler and therefore doesn't trigger big, big negative emotions. So that's also a huge benefit that you may notice if you implement this a lesson of mine into your business. Okay, so that's that five big lessons for me from my business and my journey in 2023 that I want to share with you because I hope they will give you insight and help you maybe implement some improvements in your business and you'll benefit and it'll give you value. And before I wish you all the best and Happy New Year, I want to invite you to work with me in 2024. I want to invite you to grow as the leader, CEO of your business, and together, us working together to double your business in 2024, it's 100% possible and available and even more without any more work, without any overwhelm. The change of perspective you will get when hiring a coach, an expert like me, is mind-blowing is truly invaluable 
And my clients say this to me over and over because they can't believe once they start getting into it and seeing the results. So come and join us in 2024. Let's have a lot of fun while really creating amazing results. I'm going to put a link into my consult schedule in the show notes so you can go in there to book a free initial consultation and let's talk how we can take your business to the next level. All right. Happy New Year. I wish you all the best. I know that 2024 can be so amazing for you, way, way better than 2023. That's the goal, right? So enjoy, party as much as you can over the next weekend and see you in 2024. Bye. Thank you for listening today. If this podcast resonated with you, please come back. Also, you can leave a review on whatever platform you're listening. And if you have a suggestion, question, or a topic you would like me to talk about, let's get in touch via email. Email me at maggie at See you in the next episode.